to Beyond the Mop Pod, a podcast brought to you by London Clean & Co. We are bringing you the latest in cleaning technology news, interviewing leaders within our industry and so much more, all to do with our wonderful world of cleaning. We are a professional and specialist cleaning company right here in London with a passion for reaching our customers, our peers and cleaning fanatics all over the world. So sit back, relax and enjoy today's episode. Welcome back to Beyond the Mop Pod by London Cleaning Co. This month's episode is hosted by me, Geraldine, and if it's your first time with us, welcome to the family. And if you are a return listener, thank you. We appreciate you. We've made it to the end of the year and our seventh and final episode of season one of the podcast. I think that's a cause for celebration personally. Anyway, so just a thank you to everyone that has listened and shared and helped us reach all the clean freaks of the world over the past seven months. It's officially December here in the UK and I'm sure everywhere else (laughs) and the holiday season is also here. So I personally love this month. It is my birthday month and we have Christmas celebrations all month long. And of course, New Year's is coming. And in between all of that, we get some days of much needed rest and reflection. And that is the theme of this month's episode, actually. So for the last time this year, can we get a drum roll, please? It's 2021 wrapped. Recap, reflect and what to expect. So we're going to look back on this year's highlights and achievements for the company and what you might expect from London Cleaning Co. in 2022. But before we get into the main topic of today, as always, it's time for In The News. So this is the segment of the podcast called In The News, where we discuss some cleaning and property management news articles that really stuck out to us throughout the month. So this month's news story comes from London News Time and the headline reads, the average adult spends nearly an hour cleaning a house on Christmas Day. So before I read on, I want you to think about how much time you personally spend on Christmas Day. Cleaning, that is. Head over to our Instagram and find the post with this headline and leave a comment. So, the story reads, Studies show that the average adult spends nearly an hour cleaning his home on Christmas Day. A survey of 2,000 British people revealed how much time was spent preparing guests and cleaning up their families, cleaning up their families, I think they meant cleaning up after their families during the festival. The average adult is enslaved for 43 minutes a day. In fact, three in 10 claim that they spend more time cleaning during Christmas than they actually enjoy the celebration. Also, when visiting other people's homes during the festival, it became clear that half of them were guilty of judging other people's homes. 72% also feel the pressure to clean before welcoming visitors on vacation, and a quarter argue that self-judgment is the number one reason for Christmas, Christmas cleaning increasing. So I felt that this article was really interesting because I make it a mission to spend as little time cleaning on Christmas Day as possible. 
I don't think I've ever gone to someone's home and actually like looked around and judged because that's like the one day where everyone needs to let loose, you know, everyone needs to have a good time. If I see someone spending too much time in the kitchen on the food, I want to help a bit to just relieve them of that pressure and, you know, just spend more time playing games, watching movies, eating the food together, drinking, having a good time. So I'm actually quite alarmed by these numbers. 72% of the, the people that were studied felt the pressure to clean before welcoming guests. I mean, that's fair enough. You know, you want to welcome people into your home in its best condition. But during that time, you know, mm, I don't know. Is that a pressure that we put on ourselves or are we actually projecting that onto one another? I'm going to be very self-aware this year, make sure that I'm not projecting or judging people's homes because it's a tough holiday especially when they're taking you in to feed you and everything and make you a guest make you comfortable now I mean if it's like rotten mold and things <laughs> things like that are occurring you know fair enough but you know the odd crumb here or there it's gonna happen on Christmas we're all merry we're all having a good time in my house my household that is boxing day business okay <laughs> so to find out that so many people dedicate you know an hour of the day is like shocking it's also impressive you know um people that are dedicated to maintaining their home and keeping it in the best condition so yeah i find that impressive but you know after all of that food i i personally i can barely move i will however you know um share some of my cleaning hacks for the day, you know, in a blog in about two weeks time, um, just to ensure that you're all just put in the minimal time. This is like the one day a year where I'm not gonna tell you to be cleaning, 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 no. To ensure that minimal time is spent cleaning, I'm going to put out a blog post on how I go about this cleaning hacks. You know, you can put things on tables, lay things on tables to ensure the table doesn't get dirty once everyone's finished. Wrap it all up, put it in the bin. You can, you know, you can use paper plates, paper cups. There's lots of things that you can do to ensure that most of your time is spent with your loved ones. You know, it's just one day a year. So look out for that blog post. Um, it should be out next week on londoncleaningco.com forward slash blog. And yeah, don't forget to head to our Instagram, find the post with this article and leave your comment below. I'm really interested to, to find out what you think, what you do, how long you spend cleaning on Christmas Day. So that's it for In The News this month. Now let's get into the main topic. So here we are with the final main topic of the year and it's been an incredible year of changes here at London Cleaning Co. As you know we started our blog in the spring this year and today we've posted I think 30 blog posts with varying topics including story times, a deeper look into the services that we offer, uh, free cleaning advice and frequently asked questions and of course our monthly roundup where we tell you all about the jobs we've been up to and the changes there have been in the company. I would say that my favourite blog piece this year is the original short story I wrote for Halloween called The Night Job. It was so fun coming up with the concept and bringing the story to life so I'm going to actually read it for you today so here it goes. This is The Night Job. "'Twas the night before Hallow's Eve, and just like any other night, Lorraine turned up to the old warehouse, turned offices in East London to commence her night cleaning shift. 
Every Monday night, Monday to Friday, she would commence her regular cleaning tasks, headphones in without a care in the world, except what she would grab for breakfast on her way home. But this Halloween night would be different. As Lorraine signed into her shift in the guest book on the reception desk, she looked up to see an unfamiliar face. James not working tonight? She asked the stranger staffing the desk. No, he doesn't work Halloween shift. I've been covering them since 1891, the night guard replied. Lorraine laughed it off as an awkward joke she did not quite understand and handed him her mobile phone and belongings, as she always does before a shift. Sorry, I didn't catch your name, said Lorraine. Just call me governor, he replied. Lorraine smiled and headed to the cleaner's closet. For the first time in 10 months, Lorraine had been working in these offices. The lift was not working. How was she to clean four floors of offices without the use of a lift? She went back to reception to see if Governor could help move her equipment floor to floor. When she got back there, the reception was empty. Gov? Governor? Where are you? She cried. No one answered. Annoyed, she made her way back to the cleaner's closet. I just need to hoover and wipe down the desks. I can do this, she thought to herself. When she arrived back at the closet, the vacuum cleaner and all her cleaning products had disappeared. Baffled, she frantically traced her steps back to reception. I know I didn't move anything. I I literally just saw everything in the closet. What is happening? She thought to herself. She was already half an hour behind her cleaning schedule and had not so much as wiped the surface. Running back down the hall to reception, Governor, Governor, she shouted. Governor, I think there's been a break in. No response. She ran behind the desk to see if she could find her belongings and inform her agency of what had happened, but she could not find her phone or any of her possessions. He had run off with them, she thought. Why would he risk his temporary job for a phone with a busted screen, half-working headphones, and a change of clothes. It wasn't adding up. She tried to use the desk phone to call her agency, but it kept diverting to an operator asking her to whom she would like to be connected. He sounded as if he was using the old tin and string method to communicate. Confused, Lorraine decided to check the other floors for any cleaning supplies. It would be a shame to have come to work and not be paid through no fault of her own, she thought. (sighs) Let me do what I can with whatever I can find, and hopefully they will understand what has happened here. So she climbed the stairs to the first floor. It was eerily quiet. She went into the first office room and found some antibacterial wipes and cleaned down the surfaces. She emptied the bin as well, and then left to move on to the next room. Before she could touch the door handle, She heard something. It sounds like children, she thought to herself. Hello, she called out. Did you kids break in? Do you think it's funny playing silly little pranks at midnight? She exclaimed as she followed the sound of laughter down the hall. Hello, she shouted frantically as she drew closer. The closer she got, the angrier she grew. Give me back my stuff, you demons, she shouted. But as she reached the end of the hall, she realised no one was there. Frazzled, she went back to complete the floor. 
She managed to clean all the surfaces of all the floors and at least change the bin liners without any incidents. She headed back downstairs to leave a note in the closet for the property manager regarding the missing equipment. To her surprise, there it all was. The vacuum cleaner, the cleaning agents, everything. I'm going crazy. I need sleep. I, I must be exhausted, she thought to herself. Lorraine headed back to reception to find Governor there, peeling an apple without a care in the world. Oi, how come I've gone to the loo and come back and found the phone disengaged? He growled at her. I'm sorry, I came back here to tell you I thought someone had broken in and stolen my cleaning equipment, but you were gone and I couldn't find my phone, she exclaimed. Well, yes, I, I took it with me, didn't I? Why would I leave him here to be stolen or something? Lorraine had not noticed his accent earlier. Like something out of a chimney sweep movie. My apologies, said Lorraine. I panicked. But my cleaning stuff did really go missing. It took me twice as long to clean. I thought I heard children mocking me and then when I finished, the, the cleaning equipment magically appeared, she said suspiciously. Nothing to do with me, miss, he said unbothered. He handed her belongings back to her and she left. The next evening, when she arrived for her shift, she met her regular, her regular friendly face, James. Oh, James, you don't know how happy I am to see you. We had an awful man covering you yesterday, said Lorraine. I'm so happy to be missed, but Lorraine, what man? We do not work the night before Halloween. We never have. Company rules. Do not tell me you came in, said James. Confused and equally annoyed, Lorraine said, well, nobody told me that. What do you mean? I met Governor last night who told me he's been covering every Halloween since 1890. She paused. Since when? Asked the genuinely concerned James. They stared at each other for a moment, unsure of what was really going on, but certain they were both thinking the same thing. James went into a drawer and rustled around for a moment until he pulled out a picture frame. Have a look at this. Was this the man you saw? He asked. The picture was incredibly old. The colour had faded greatly. The frame was on its last legs. Looking as hard as she could, Lorraine said, I, I think that's him. Yeah, yes, that's Governor. What is this? James said, I don't believe in stuff like this. Never have. Some of the cleaners that have been here 30 plus years had mentioned seeing this man before at night, especially around this time, you know, when the veil was lifted. He was the first owner of this place back when it was a candlestick making warehouse, had lots of child workers, but there was a tragic accident when a group of kids lit some candles and burnt half the, the building down. Oh my goodness, which must have been the kids I heard last night, exclaimed Lorraine. So this building is haunted, she asked. That's what the cleaners say. I, I've never experienced it, but then again, I never work Halloween. Never do that again, said James. I mean, obviously it was the scariest night of my life, but the worst part is that I did it for free because I didn't know it was a compulsory night off. <laughs> laughed Lorraine. They laughed it off, 
and she commenced her shift. So that's the end of the story. <laughs> it was a, uh, it was so interesting to write. So that was my favorite blog post of the year. But besides the blog, we also started the podcast and what a journey it has been. Learning these new skills and reaching a niche audience in such a cool way. It hasn't been easy, but we've churned it out every month. And I hope you've enjoyed hearing my voice monthly as much as I've found it quite cringy. <laughs> I found the, sound, the sound of my own voice cringy. So after editing, I don't really listen, but I hope you've enjoyed it. And I would like to say that my favourite podcast has to be the pilot episode because you can hear how bad the sound quality started out <laughs> when I didn't have this good mic. And comparing it to now, you just see our growth. And I also enjoyed having a guest on the pod as well. as It just adds that conversational feel to it, especially when we had Ben Murray on talking about the company's origins and the first time he had that massive waste removal job that he had he had to put all his friends and family over a couple of days to help him with and just look at us now with a fleet of vans and tipper trucks and specialist cleaners to get the job done in a day so I just feel like that was an amazing um, episode to listen to and to just to do and edit and I've just enjoyed this whole process this year we pressure washed we graffiti removed and waste collected to the max and it's been difficult to pinpoint one specific job that stood out but I just want to say that I am immensely proud of the whole team for all of their hard work over this year we had an intense floor cleaning job that we spent the month of August finishing it was a large scale cleaning job at a luxury residential site in Chelsea and you already know how serious we take floor cleaning, okay? So we rallied the team to bring the flooring back to its pristine condition. And the job involved us cleaning and restoring limestone flooring across the entire site that spans over 10 acres. And if you don't know, limestone is a very precious material and it requires good knowledge of how to clean it and expert training to carry that cleaning out. So we used um, our twister pad technology to grind down the stone and then brought it back up to its high quality shine with our high speed burnishing machine. So that was a huge technical challenge for us, but we pulled it off. So a massive well done to our team. So in 2022, I think that you can look forward to us having some exciting guests on this podcast in the property management field, as well as hearing from some of our team members on the day-to-day -day life of a professional cleaner. I think you can look forward to more creative blog posts and possibly some new submissions from Kieran, who has been, ama who's been an amazing addition to the team this year and will be a new host on this podcast as well. So look forward to that. Of course, we will continue to deliver high quality professional cleaning as always, working together to uphold our core values and making London a much cleaner place. So thank you so much for riding with us in 2021. We, we just wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We hope that you all stay safe and we'll see you for season two of the podcast in 2022. Have an amazing December and Happy New Year. Bye. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Mop Pod by London Cleaning Co. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn at London Cleaning Co. 
For any of your cleaning needs, please give us a call on 020-8123-2055 or you can email us at info at londoncleaningco.com. Thank you for listening.